Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And here's the interesting thing. The smaller the podcasts are, the hotter they are. <gasps> Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, where this host, Ed Gamble, has completely run out of ways to give a fun food-themed introduction uh, and is now just saying things that sort of make sense to do with food. But this host, James Ancaster, still respects him very much and <laughs> thinks he's an excellent host and I'm in awe of him every single day. Hey, thanks, buddy. I'm in awe of you, too. <laughs> thanks, uh, buddy. This is the food podcast where we ask a special guest. Their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink. And this week's guest is... Jason Reitman. That's right. Whoa. That's right, man. It's Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman's a fantastic director. He's directed amazing films like Juno and Up in the Air. And he's directed the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out soon. Wowee. What a coup for the off-menu boys. Whoa-ho-ho. We reeled in a big one. But I'll tell you what, Ed. If he mentions the secret ingredient, we'll kick him out just like we'd do anybody else. Yes, we will. And the Not secret ingredient this week is... Muesli. It's dry. It's dusty. I don't like it. Not birch and muesli. I'll let him get away with that. But just the normal, just flaky, white, dry, horrible muesli that now, no type of milk can ever bring to life. That's it. I'm done. I disagree with that. I mm. like muesli. It's only dry because you are not put anything on it yet. Even when you put the milk on it, it's still dry. That's what's amazing about muesli. Even when you put, you can cover it in milk and it's still dry as the desert. I, d I don't agree with that at all. I think you're missing the bowl with the milk or something. No way. Bit of milk, bit of yogurt. Oh, yeah. I yes. wish I was missing my mouth with the spoon <laughs> when I'm eating muesli. How, I hate it. How often do you persist with muesli? How Three meals a day. <laughs> Hate it. Yeah, you're an idiot. Mm. So, if Jason says muesli, we will be reluctantly removing him from the restaurant. But fingers crossed he doesn't. Fingers, fingers, fingers crossed. Plus, Ed, I don't know if you know this, but this is one of the episodes that we have recorded here in Los Angeles. I do know in that, In America. Yes. yes. Here we are, and 
we're, we're talking to, to Jason from our Airbnb yes. in LA. The great Benito's got his Hawaiian shirt and his trunks on with a big yeah. pineapple with a straw sticking out of it. He loves it. Yes. He's doing a little hula hula, baby. Oh, Benito. The great Benito. Aqua Benito. <laughs> oh, Ed. Yeah? Someone's at the door. Oh. It's, it's Jason Reitman. Whoa. It's Jason Reitman. Welcome, Jason, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you. Whoa! <laughs> Welcome, Jason Reitman, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. I didn't expect it to just formulate around me like that. Right? Look at that. Do you, do you like it? It's scented as well. Breathe it in. Well, the, I'm. Well, the only thing I'm. Ner- How can the food live up to the environment? That's. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, and this exactly. is all this is all based on uh, the dream restaurants based on what you want in a dream restaurant as yeah. well. So it's like your Google search history when you when you type in the thing and there's a drop down box. Yeah. So uh, this is all everything in here has come from your mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now that's kind of depressing. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what we really create <laughs> we really create the realities we want. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, all right, low ceilings, dim light. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. You never would have thought. That's it's exactly cool. what I would have thought. Oh, right. exactly what you would have envisioned. I'm into low ceilings and dim light in a in a restaurant. Yeah, you I like enjoy that? that. Yeah. How come? Uh, it's often with big airy dining spaces. Uh, I like the look of them, and then uh, there's like a lot of wood. But then you can hear glasses clinking too much, and you can hear too much cutlery, and it bounces all around the room. I like a a dead sound room. You know, it's no better sound. for a, a movie theater showing a comedy too. Yeah. Yeah, you want a lower ceiling. I always found mm. when I played uh, theaters with high ceilings, you lose the laughter. It just kind of yeah, yeah. evaporates. Yeah. Is it that way for? Uh, I mean, I know you're a genie, but if you can imagine for <laughs> yes. a moment being a comedian... Well, I, can, I can imagine that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah for, for stand-up, it's definitely better to have a low ceiling, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah well, Unless well, it's like a proper like proscenium arch theatre, but then you've got like seats all the way up to the top. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, but, but yeah, definitely. You want low ceiling, there's low as po- and, a, and a high floor. Yes, a stage, I call that. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> high floor, low ceiling. Right. Is that a technical term? High floor, low ceiling. High floor, low ceiling. How, yeah. But you don't want to be like craning your neck against the ceiling. Squash is possible. If it's just you and the audience <laughs> just in a, in a cool space, like, in yeah. a, like, like you're going potholing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that together. Yeah, and then everyone's laughing. Yeah. Having a good time. See, Mainly because you're the one who knows the way out and they want to keep you happy. A lot of people, when they watch the film The Descent, were quite scared. We watched that and thought, that'd be a great space that'd to play. Be- it's a good gig. <laughs> <laughs> they have any availability. My mom once insulted the lighting in my home by saying, your home is lit like a restaurant. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yeah. She said, your home is lit like a Chinese restaurant. Oh, wow. Oh. So specific. It's yeah. Specific really yeah. Well, yeah. No. It's insulting. Yeah. And... Slightly racist. Yeah. So you took down all the lanterns. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, fine, mum. I like yeah. you took dragons. the ducks out the window. Yeah. <laughs> that little cat that's like doing yeah. the, the, yeah, the waving yeah. thing with his hat and the golden cat. Get rid of it. Uh, are you a? Are you? A, would you consider yourself a foodie, Jason? I love food. Yeah. Um, I. You know, it's a tricky term, right? Oh, you know, I will say this. Perhaps controversial. I'm not sure how often you guys do that on this podcast. Yeah. I hate home cooked food. 
This, well, no one said this yet. No one has said that. That's great. I don't get it. (laughs) People love it. People rave about it. People talk, oh, I wish it tasted like back home. And the people cooking at home are amateurs. They're not professionals. (laughs) Like, you have the opportunity to go to a place where there are professionals who their entire life, all they've done is work towards learning how to prepare food at the highest order. And then, not only that, they... This sounds like I'm a bit like that I do all the time. <laughs> yeah. This is not. I'm saying this was they literally perfect the exact meal that you were about to yeah. have. Yeah. And yet the fact that people would be like, ah, no, I just I want it by the person who raised me who doesn't know much about cooking <laughs> and kind of just does this kind I I I, I don't get it. I, yeah. Also, my parents don't cook. But right, sure. okay, that might have something to do. Sure, with it's maybe, like a, a window maybe. here. Yeah. <laughs> no one in your family ever cooked, and you've yeah. always eaten yeah. at restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Hold cooking. on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but even when I've gone, I, I've, I've had friends invite me. Oh, you gotta, you know, you have to have my mm. my grandmother's this or my mom's yeah, or dad's yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, have you ever been to this restaurant? They do a great <laughs> version of the thing that your grandmother does. It's their does. job. Yeah. It's literally their job to do it. Yeah. yeah. If only, like, you know, I've guess you're kind of running the risk of, like, if you completely, I, I might get, like, in a kind of codependent relationship with the restaurant people if I'm trying to replace my parents with them. Yeah. You know? You're calling, to, the, calling them up and telling yeah, them Yeah, calling them up and being like, yeah. oh, I've had a really tough day. And they're like, we'll just make you your food. That's all we do. That's all we do. Yeah, but I thought you'd be better at everything. <laughs> I heard you did a better version of what my grandmother did. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to speak to you about my problems. But imagine if we applied the same logic to anything else that we enjoy. Imagine yeah. if you applied that to movies. Sure. Do I like Spielberg films? Yes. But more often than not, I just want to see a movie the way that my grandma used to yeah, make. Yeah, yeah. The video my dad filmed on the beach in 1987. Yeah. Oh, so much better than Indiana Jones. That's a, that's a video. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I'd like to see your dad make a... Your dad's quite a character. I'd like to see him make his own Indiana Jones with his iPhone or something. Yeah. There's a holiday video of my dad somewhere, uh, and I don't know why he did this. He looks down the camera, he's got his glasses on the end of his nose, uh, and he says, the name's Strange. Dr. Rick Strange. No idea why I did that. (laughs) So, I prefer that to become an actor. (laughs) I prefer that to Dr. Strange, the film. (laughs) (laughs) Also, for you, the movies one is quite a bad example. I'm going like, oh, oh. No, don't, don't go and watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad's going to make a movie. <laughs> it's like the worst yeah, example yeah. you could have right. chosen. Yeah. All right. That's, oh, I'll just that's... watch a movie my dad had made, yeah. shall I? <laughs> Some home cooked that's movie. That's fair. That's... Yeah. Yeah, I lost that one. Yeah, and then sometimes your parents hand the recipe down and you get to make the same dish years later. And that was the moment I realized, I should try home cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe do that. So we always start with still a sparkling water on the right. podcast. Sparkling. Sparkling water. Straight in. Does anyone go still? Yeah, loads of Oh, people. yeah. I'd say more people go still. Why? Really? Than go sparkling. I think it's been kind of 50-50. So. You think? Sorry, yeah. am I going to be charged for this imaginary meal? No, oh, yeah, not at yeah. all. Oh, oh, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay tip. you got to tip the genie. Okay. Well, if I, also, if I'm not paying, then I'm going sparkling. I mean... Uh-huh. I, 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 I like how baffled you are at the, at the idea <laughs> yeah. of anyone selecting Blue, still whatever. water. But I think I'd, I just prefer still water. Did they just go for a run? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only time you can imagine drinking a still water? I, I, yes. If I just ran, yeah. like I'm getting out of yoga. I don't, I don't know. Like what... Uh, I think some people don't want to appear Absolutely fancy. perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> Completely gobsmacked that anybody Maybe would choose still. 
breakfast, then you wouldn't have sparkling water. <laughs> no, I think some people just prefer still water to sparkling water. Hmm. <laughs> Tell Ed what the, the pros are of sparkling over still. It's delicious. It's an experience. I, yeah. I also don't like water. Okay. Well, here we go again. <laughs> I think this is going to be a trend. There's always a secret like little twist at the end of yeah. it that explains all of it. I've never liked water in the first place. So I prefer bubbles to yeah. water, and then one of them's got bubbles in them. My parents only drink milk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, don't like water. You live in LA, though. That's like water. Everyone's hydrated here. Yeah, I suppose. Although we aren't. I mean, yes, the ocean is there, but it's not as though I grew up near Lake Arrowhead. So you just... But that doesn't mean you, I don't know why you don't have to, to know what grow up near a lake. No, but he implied that I was to surrounded by water. <laughs> <laughs> I was more... Like, is there a well and there was people water. walking yeah, around yeah, with, like, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, buckets <laughs> on their head? No, I, I don't feel surrounded by water. I think that everyone in LA is going down to the ocean and drinking, like, cows at, uh, <laughs> you know, like, Buffalo in the Serengeti. Is that a thing? Oh, you lost confidence in it. But if I was in the Rocky Mountains, I would want more water, because then I would trust the water coming out of the faucet. Okay. So more than I would in Los Angeles. But here it's a bit, yeah, yeah, you're a bit hesitant. Yeah. So you don't like water. I mean, is there anything that you... So what in your day-to-day, what do you normally drink instead of water? Are you, are you drinking other stuff? Or are you drinking water down and thinking, I hate this so much? I'm presuming I can use brand names here. Is oh, that yeah. not sure, going to be offensive yeah, yeah. Anyway? Yeah, yeah. If, if you, you use brand names, names we'll probably get some free stuff sent to oh, us. Oh, so hold go, on. Go, so yeah, yeah. let me list a few. Uh, <laughs> uh, Starbucks, that's always a friendly face anywhere I go. Yeah. And then uh, Coke Zero. Oh, yeah. Instead of water. I mean, it's far tastier. Yeah, no, no, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. But Have I... you heard the story, by the way, about Coke Zero? No. About where, like, why there is Coke Zero? Have you heard, do you know the story of New Coke? No. Okay, so I'll try to, I'll tell this fast or you'll cut it out. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you'd be surprised. I've told some boring Coke stories in my time, and, uh, but Benito's always kept them in. Oh, well, let's start 50 years it's, back then. No, yeah. uh, so in the 80s, there was a moment where Pepsi started to beat Coke. And yeah. in that moment, Coke created a new formula. You may remember this. They created something called New Coke. Right. And it was a disaster. And in response, they came out with Classic Coke, the original formula. Mm-hmm. When they came out with Classic Coke... They did not change the flavor of Diet Coke. So Diet Coke tastes like New Coke. So if you want to taste the failed formula of the 1980s New Coke, try Diet Coke. That's what it tastes like. That's what it was. And then recently, Coca-Cola realized, oh, we have the technology to create a zero-calorie beverage that tastes like Coca-Cola, and they came out with Coke Zero. So that's why there is Coke Zero. But they didn't know how to market because... They couldn't pull Diet Coke off the shelf because there's people who love Diet yeah, Coke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They love new Coke. Yeah. And so they had to figure out a new way to market it. And so they came up with this uber masculine black can yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why you have Coke Zero. Now, I this is knew so, that this Diet is... Coke tasted like normal Coke. I told you, Benito. <laughs> I told you this. This is the thing you see. I... Used to, right, I cut caffeine out my diet in 2013. You wouldn't know it. Didn't have any, didn't have any <laughs> caffeine, right? Well, here's the thing. Five years later, 2018, I fell off the wagon. What I did was start drinking Diet Coke. So I didn't still drink, drink anything else. But I was like, I'll have Diet Coke. That's got caffeine in it. I'll have that anyway. I hadn't had Coke in five years. So Diet Coke tasted like regular Coke to me. Mm. And this is what I've been saying on this podcast for ages of how it tastes like normal Coke to me. And now it's been confirmed that the reason why is because it's new Coke. That's yeah, but, what I've been drinking the whole time. But when did this new Coke thing happen? In the 80s. Yeah, so that's not why, Jeff. Mm? That huh? was in the 80s. No, you no, no. 
Diet Coke to this day tastes like new Coke. Yeah, yeah. he's never had new Coke. That's what I'm saying. That's what I have, Diet Coke. I do it all the time, baby. <laughs> but he knows it doesn't taste like regular Coke. Oh, I feel yeah. like I'm being ganged up on here. Oh, bad I luck. think regardless, James, that's still a very boring story. No, no, it's a great story. <laughs> it's a great story. And do you know what? This is, it's the main running thread for the whole podcast, is that story. You'd it be amazed up, it actually is. Yeah, I hardly, I hardly ever bring it up myself. <laughs> this comes up out of nowhere. And Jason just told, basically, we just like had a prequel to it. That's exciting for the fans at home. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got in the podcast. DeLorean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got right in the DeLorean. We hopped back in time and we learned why yeah. it tastes like regular Coke to me. That is exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so, excited. instead of water, would you like us to get you a Coke Zero? <laughs> uh... I'll be good. Instead, I'm just going to have this water. Okay. Sparkling water was the yeah. choice. Yeah. yeah. Pop it up, absorb bread. Pop it up, absorb bread, Jason. Pop it up, absorb bread. I don't know what you're asking. Pop it up, absorb bread. Uh, as, as has happened uh, with every American guest we've had, James has shouted pop it up, absorb bread at the top of his voice, and they've looked to me for a translation. <laughs> and? Pop it are you aware? No, I still don't know what you're talking about. Poppadoms are crispy. Is this like a homemade food? Is this something that <laughs> your grandparents would yeah, make? Yeah. Uh, like a crispy uh, Indian snack that you'd get at the beginning of a meal. It's like a large chip. So bring oh, it out at the same time that people would bring out bread. This is basically... That sounds fantastic. The time in, in the meal where they usually bring out some bread. Just think of any version of that that you've had at different restaurants. It could be uh, uh, chips and dips. It could be prawn crackers in a Chinese restaurant. Whatever. Whatever your favorite thing is to have, that pre-meal thing that they bring out, that's what we'll get you. Well, I, I want what you just described. The poppadom. Poppadoms. Yeah. Have Please. you ever had them? I don't know what you're talking this about, but great. it sounds great. Someone's choosing. So, so they're very crispy. They're like big. You like break them up and you dip them in like chutney. And, uh, yes, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's a yogurt, minty yogurt dip. <laughs> yeah. Can it be for the first guest who just tries new things today? Yeah, yeah sure. I think that's a great idea. We'd love that. Yeah, that's really good. Have someone said their dream meal is yeah. some stuff they didn't know existed until they came in here. <laughs> Are you not a big bread guy in general? You don't really, you're not in, into bread before the meal? No, I'm in. Oh, so you're into all of this. Oh, yeah. I am so down right now. I'm loving <laughs> this place. Love the restaurant. Love the dream. Love your outfit. And Thank you very much. I... The poppadoms. I mean, how many of them do you want? But they're about like I'm trying to show you the size of them. There, they're like that big. But I mean, like, let's start with one. Let's not go crazy. Start with one. I, well, I want to save myself for this yeah, meal. Yeah, that's true. You I'd go. Been. We'll bring you two, and then you can no. you can decide to leave. Don't them. be offended if I don't finish the that's, second one. But that's one. fine. I'll have it. In the, I'll eat okay. it in the back. Yeah, fair enough. Do you often like if you go out to eat? Have you had this like attitude before where you're a bit like I've never heard of that. Let's do it. Let's try this. That's and has it ever thing. backfired on you? That's a new thing. I think up until 30 years old, I would have said, can we just go to McDonald's? Yes. And then I kind of had a breakthrough in my 30s. I started dating someone who pushed me to try new things. Yep. I tried yoga. That changed my life. Great. That's something I would have just mocked. Uh, <laughs> up until then. Yeah. And then I got into trying new things. And mm. lo and behold. Has it ever, have you ever in a restaurant ordered something blind that you didn't know what it was, hadn't tried it before, and then actually it was real bad and you really regretted it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have. I mean, again, as I've gotten older, I've had more confidence to say, what's the best thing on the menu? Bring that. That sounds great. Right. I think I need to start doing that because I think I, I'm still uh, mm. preoccupied by looking like I know knowing what I'm talking about. So mm. I'll be like, mm, that looks good. I'll get that. Whereas I should go, bring me the best. Yeah, the best stuff. Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, there's a word that I always thought was kind of a dirty word, and then I have started to learn to be more confident to use it, and that is 
what's the most popular thing you have here? Yeah. And and there's a there's a tendency for us to think mm. that popular is somehow a bad word and you wouldn't want to have what was most popular. Yeah. It's like, oh no, give me the most unpopular thing. <laughs> and if you can get, you know, off of that and say, I've never been here. I'm not sure if I'll be back. Maybe I'm in a new play, a new town. What's the, what, what do I have to have? What's the most popular thing on the menu? Yeah. yeah. You're going to do all right. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I would say like, um, especially like you get quite you don't like ordering the same thing as someone else on the table hate it you hate that he's getting better on this trip what's the problem with that uh well so say uh we're we're away we're you know we're we're in la we're in new york we're going to a place that we probably won't ever go back to again Mm -hmm. new place yeah if everyone orders the same thing you're only seeing one small part of the menu oh so you're presuming you get to try everyone else's meal no i i don't even mind just seeing it but i just want i want a full experience maybe you know, a, a few a few selections from the menu just to see what's going on. And when he likes to survey it, I look around. knew a couple where the husband was vegan, yeah, and the wife was not, and he would encourage her constantly to order things that he just wanted to see and hear yeah. her describe as she ate them, <laughs> despite the fact that he would never have it himself. Yeah, I think yeah. that's lovely. I don't think that that sounds creepy, even though they're together. He's a creep. That's exactly... You You watch ASMR videos. That's basically what that is. No, 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 it's different. Have you ever heard about super tasters? Lovely. Yes, we've had a super we've taster. We've had a super no! taster podcast. Right. Guess who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Who's the super taster? Rose McGowan. Come on. Rose, Rose McGowan, McGowan got hit in the head with a car door and became a super taster. Come... Wait. It... It was the result of injury? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't before. She was... But she also lost her sense of smell... But maintained her sense of taste, and the taste became super. Come on! Look, this is this is what Rose told us. In and a now she accident. can like eat something and be like, I think the cook used this soap before he made the dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like she has to have very simple ingredients, like you know, three or four ingredients max in each dish. She's been to like universities where they've done tests on her tongue. Come on. Well, this okay. is what she said. Uh, <laughs> apparently, these are sought-after people. Yes. Like yeah. companies will look for super tasters to yeah. hire yeah. to analyze their food and see what will be popular for the public and yeah. like what could be taken out. And Rose McGowan's one of them. Rose McGowan might be trying food that one day you'll eat <laughs> right now. She might be sampling it and deciding what's going to be good. I learned about this uh, when I was doing... I used to direct commercials and I directed some of the worst commercials you've ever seen. <laughs> commercials that if you saw, you'd say... You're not allowed to direct movies. <laughs> and then somehow that happened. And I directed a campaign for Baskin Robbins. Great. Yes. I'm on board. <laughs> and they took us to their lab where they designed their ice creams. Oh. And I met this woman in like a white lab coat. Mm-hmm. And she was beautiful, by the way. And she was, Ooh, she was designing the ice, the ice cream creams. Yeah. And she said, you know the best way to have ice cream? I've had this dream. Yeah, <laughs> I've had this dream. I'm in the Baskin Robbins inventions. A beautiful place. lady. A beautiful lady looks at me and says, "You know the best way to have ice cream." And then I wake up and I try and go to sleep and get back into the dream again, but I can't. That's how much I love it. Go on. What did she say to you? A golden spoon, and the reason is because apparently gold doesn't conduct uh, temperature as uh-huh. much as other metals. And because of that, you taste the spoon less. Wow. I have never wanted anything made of gold before. You're going to get a golden spoon. Oh, yeah. 
on like, a chain yeah, you, around your neck. He's just going to carry it around everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, like Lemmy from Motorhead used to have a Coke spoon. Yeah. James is going to have an ice cream spoon around Made his of neck. gold. Yeah. Oh, is that ice cream? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's exciting. A golden spoon. I wonder if there are people in the world eating ice cream with a golden spoon. Oh, that's or who refuse to eat ice cream with if they yeah. don't have yeah. a golden spoon. Yeah. Oh, I love it. No. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to join you. Do you have a golden spoon? No. Clearly you don't like ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you wouldn't know what you're on think about. Think how much you love ice cream now. Yeah. yeah. And you've never had it with a golden spoon. Yeah. I mean, I would have to, it would have to be a golden spoon that I own and always carry around with me because, like, if it wasn't, then, like, if I, like, had some ice cream with a golden spoon and then I had to give it back yeah. and it's like the best ice cream ever I wouldn't want to ruin ice cream for myself yeah. but from then on I was tasting the spoon all the time and being like oh no it's disgusting you know so I would yeah. want to always have the golden spoon and you don't want to share someone's golden spoon no well it seems a little personal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it does yeah you get when you have your own golden spoon you know but... what's weird why is a spoon more personal than a fork I know what you mean. I guess people are really, you're more likely to lick a spoon, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're more intimate with a spoon. You are more yeah. intimate with a spoon. Your whole mouth's going around it. You, you might drag it out. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. least intimate with a knife. Yeah, oh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, you know, you, you don't want any of these knife lickers around you. There are some knife lickers. I got yeah. told off a lot as a kid if I, if I licked my knife. Did you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big time. <laughs> don't lick your knife. That was, that was my mum's catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knife's bottom of the table. Fork, friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoon, <laughs> completely romantic. Yeah, Because yeah, fork, yeah. you might spear something and then just literally bite the thing yeah. off the fork. Yeah. Spoon, you're, you are getting your mouth on every surface, uh, bit yeah. of surface area, apart from the handle. Yeah, well, who knows? Yeah. No but, judgment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no how, judgment. Deep, how deep can you go? You know? <laughs> no judgment at all. <laughs> okay, so we come to your starter. Okay. So the actual, the actual meal begins now. We'll see what... what which one of those utensils you're using first? We know well. for a fact it's not going to be home cooked. There is a little dumpling stand in Flushing, Queens called White Bear. Great. And they have these little spicy dumplings. It's the only thing they have on the menu. And I fantasize about this. I fantasize about <laughs> awesome. getting back to New York yeah. and trying these dumplings. Perfect. That's, that's ideal. Yeah. I think anywhere that only does one thing... I mean, you know it's going to... It'd be awful if you went somewhere and they go, we only do one thing and it's shit. It's so bad. <laughs> Here's the best part. They have a menu board up in the stand. Yeah, quite. With about 15 things on it. Right. Yeah. And if you go there... This is what I... So I went and I'd heard I have to have the dumplings and I knew, all right, that's why I'm here. I made it all the way out to Flushing. I am yeah. clearly going to order the thing that everyone talks about on Yelp. Mm. While I'm here, maybe... Not unlike you and you're kind of, why don't we all order something different? Sure. I, want to see, I mean, it's Amazing. clearly a good restaurant. What else do you have? Yeah. And so I asked about, what about, you know, number three? What about number seven? What about number 12? And the woman who, it was a, it was a, it was a family operated thing. It was husband and wife. He cooks, she takes the orders. And for everything else I asked about, she said, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. And then I said, oh, do you... I finally said, do you ever have enough time? And she said, no. And then I said, 
why don't you change the menu? And I swear to God, she says, we don't have enough time. (laughs) (laughs) Their life is just 24 hours a day making those dumplings. They've got no time for anything. So many dumplings. I don't have enough time to answer these questions. (laughs) Can't believe you made me do this. Oh, you know what else is great about this restaurant? This is, you know, again, one of my favorite things. Dumplings until they run out. Oh, great. What are their hours? Till we run out. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, like a barbecue place in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's always exciting because then you want to get, you're more eager to get there. You don't know if they're going to be shut yet as well. Certain times mm-hmm. of day, you're kind of like rolling the dice a bit. You end mm-hmm. up eating dumplings at like eight a.m. Well, yeah. that's always the thing. Also, so imagine you do you do all the work to get there, they run out, and then a block down. There's like another dumpling place. <laughs> and you're like, I was really in the mood. I know they're not going to be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, it'd almost be better to go for a burger at that yeah. point. Yeah, sure. That's how that other dumpling place does all their business. <laughs> is people, Disappointed people coming and going, I guess I'll get these dumplings. Yeah, they're, like, they're just hanging around like a vulture. <laughs> Come on in. We've got time. <laughs> Loads of time in here, everybody. Whatever you Come want of the menu. <laughs> oh, they just ran out? I guess we got to open up the shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. They should just get to the other dumpling place super early and buy all the dumplings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then just lead everyone away like a pied piper so these dumplings uh what kind of dumplings are we talking about? are they quite crispy are they soft no they... no no they're 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 very soft you know uh whatever that rice noodle and uh and quite spicy and frankly like some of the best chinese food when you have that one unique taste where you go wait a second i've never had this taste in my mouth mm-hmm. ever before yeah. and i don't think i ever will again right uh that's how it tastes. And at what point were you at White Bear and you're looking around going, oh, where did you get your lamps? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I love the lighting <laughs> in here. It's like being at home. Yeah. <laughs> What's actually in the dumplings? Is it, are they meat? Are they just, are they veggie? Mm. I don't know. I'm sorry. I know great. No, considering that's great. I should know that. I'm presuming pork because most dumplings are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. It seems to be mainly the thing that draws you to it is that indescribable flavor you've not had anywhere else. And that's the, the thing that would make you choose this place above anywhere. Well, what drew to me at first was there is this thing. It is fantastic. It's yes. not easy to get to. They run out quickly. Yeah. You need to go now. Right. You need to plan a trip around it. Yeah. yeah. And that got me excited. I was excited about that the adventure. Excited. Yeah, yeah. Th- those kind of places when it is, yeah, that kind of, someone tells you all those things. Mm-hmm. That does like yeah. that lures you in immediately, and you also with the, with those kind of places. I find like when I'm on my way there, I'm thinking I've already decided this is one of the best meals I've ever had. <laughs> yes, like I've already decided this is one of the best meals ever. Yeah. Well, also, will they still have dumplings? Will yeah. it still be open? So yeah. you are creating like a Hitchcockian scheme to your own meal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's a bomb under the table. Will it go off? I mean, yeah. like that is now part of the adventure of getting, as opposed to. I'm just going to grab some food. They're open. I have money. This is going to be fine. Yeah. It feels like there's a sort of knockabout comedy film in trying to get the dumplings. Like a sort of jingle all the way, but for Chinese food. Yeah. Dude, where's my car was a script that was that came in a couple times to me. Yeah. I, I believe that's, oh, yeah? that falls into the genre. Yes, def- definitely of trying to find something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that, no, it's Howard and Kumar who go to White Castle, isn't it? Yeah, they go to White mm. Castle. Which I've never been to White Castle before. By but the way, it made me it made me want to. Okay, so White Castle yeah. falls into a very specific category, and I'm not sure if you've gone over this category before on your podcast. A type of food that if you grew up in the region, you think is brilliant, and if you did not, 
Right. Just shit. I and mean, just <laughs> yes. horrible. Like yeah. where you, you can hear it all your life from people who were from a White Castle location uh-huh. going, oh my God, they're the best. And then you go to try them. And you're like, oh, I'm finally there. I'm on the East Coast. And I'm going to try White Castle. And it's not only like not great, mm-hmm. it's actually awful. <laughs> right. okay. Okay. Do Philly cheesesteaks fall into that category? Philly cheesesteaks are just heavy and messy. And I feel like they are just experientially overwhelming in a good way. And I think that's why you've had Philly cheesesteaks. No, I've I've seen people eating them on TV and thought, I'm not sure I would enjoy that. Okay, so uh, I went to the street corner in Philadelphia where there are the the two Philly cheesesteak places. I can't remember There's one called Pat's. Patsy's or Patty's and... It's two guys. I can't remember it. It'd be like Pat's and Tony's or something. I had one. I think I had the wrong one too. I had the one right, where, like, right. I, then you tell from the people go and from Philly are like, which one did you go to? I went to that one. You went to the wrong one. <laughs> right, yeah. And yeah, it was, it was fine. Okay. I don't yeah. need to go back to that. But it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the White Castle. That is shit. You didn't have that reaction. No, that White is Castle awful. is just like, what are we talking about here? Right. Okay. Uh, oh, second controversial statement of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, now some people have come some on the podcast love it, right? and said that they love. Oh, the you just Donuts lost stuff. subscribers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Benito, didn't you say you loved Benito? Yeah, the, the great Benito. The great Benito Dunkin'. here loves Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Really? Absolutely loves it. Yeah, he loves I had an iced Dunkin' Donuts co- coffee at the airport uh, at JFK when we were flying here, and it's fine. There's nothing good. Nothing good about it. I wasn't like well, this is the best coffee I've ever mm. had. Right, but if you grew up in Massachusetts, you would think it was the greatest coffee <laughs> ever made. Right. Do so you just have that drilled into you from an early age? Like this coffee's amazing, and then you want to represent your area by shouting well, about the. What's Dunkin your Dunkin'? version of that? Well, I mean, there's no real kind of like uh, round Ketrin where I grew up. Ketrin. Uh, there's no real like local. Well, Weetabix. Weetabix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Have you had Weetabix cereal? No. So it's just um it's uh awful. it's just uh these bricks of compacted wheat <laughs> that uh you put in a bowl like maybe you have like uh, between 2 and 4 in a bowl and then you pour milk over them and that's your cereal uh but really uh, or you don't have to pour milk you can put whatever you like on them so people like put milk or they put like uh yogurt or chopped up fruit or anything and i used to have a joke about it where i said you basically just put anything that tastes better than weetabix on them that's what <laughs> i used to say and then the weetabix people heard that i did a joke about them didn't know what the joke was and then sent me my own box of weetabix with my name on it and now i love weetabix <laughs> stands but they're, like, they're all, like they're really dry and then you put milk on them and they immediately go soggy. There's no nice in-between There's stage no where they're the perfect. It's just the awful mm. It's not one of the painful cereals that actually physically hurts your mouth. Oh, no. if you ate it dry, it would. Oh, if you ate it dry, but no one's really doing that. If Some it, people are, like wood chippers, and yeah. <laughs> but like most people aren't, aren't doing that. There are yeah. some. There are some cereals that are like early forms of BDSM, right? Where like Cafe <laughs> yeah. Crunch, where like yeah, you know, mad, yeah. yeah, absolutely mad. But like, no, no, Weetabix is actually quite a sensible cereal, really. It's just one of the more healthier yeah, cereals. Yeah. That's yeah. true. But yeah, kind of Ketman's probably a bit more. We're quite proud of it. You know, it's made its way around the world a bit. People love it. But um, a lot of people who don't come from Kevin would say that they think Weetabix stinks. 
Like, Do you know, uh, is it Hayon, Hayon Y? Hayon Rye? Yeah, yeah, I went to a festival there. There's a, there's a huge literary festival. Yes, right there, yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. more bookstores per capita yeah. there than any other place yeah, I think, yeah. in the mm-hmm. UK or Europe. And, uh, and they also show films. And I went there once as a filmmaker, which is... It feels so secondhand to be a filmmaker yeah. at a literary festival. Sure. It's like, oh, we're also showing movies in this tent. And uh, and I remember the food of Hayon Wai was this mutton stew that had a rough odor to it. And you could smell it anywhere <laughs> in town. And so my whole association with yeah. that town is Stinky books yeah. and... Mutton stew. They'll be very proud to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. might be, though. I think they oh. were proud. I mean, when I got there, like, oh, you have to have the stew. I've done gigs for the people on, uh, in Hay on Wine. Oh, yeah. We've delighted. done stand up gigs. Yeah, there. we've done stand up gigs you there. Just, you feel uh, weird being a film at a literary festival. Yeah. Imagine being a comedian at a literary festival. They <laughs> yeah. do not give a shit about you. It's basically a load of bemused uh, readers and Jay from Five. Yeah. <laughs> just go, what well, this oh, book is. We should awesome. probably tell you who Jay from Five is. <laughs> I laughed. I, I went yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds funny. They're a boy band in the 90s. That was my guess. That was my. And Jay was like the one who would uh, do the rapping bits, but yeah. not. Yeah, you know, he wasn't strictly. A rapper. How's he doing? Uh, he lives in Hay on Y now, and he doesn't like it if you point out at a comedy gig that he's Jay from Five. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's doing. All due credit to Five. I think they were one of the first boy bands to use the number instead of the letter. So mm. Five was spelt. Number five, I-V-E. Oh, was that before or after the movie Seven came out? (laughs) Good question. I would love it if Five influenced the movie Seven. (laughs) (laughs) If that was the influence. Andrew Kevin Walker is at home writing Seven. He's like, wait a second. (laughs) The soundtrack of my writing has actually been this all along. get up, singing one. Yeah. (laughs) No one knows, but actually Slam Dunk to Funk by Five is about finding Gwyneth Paltrow's head head in the box. <laughs> That's what it's about. Yeah, it's all about. Well, were they that. popular in 1995? They're uh, post 1995. They, 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 oh yeah, they were 1995, I think. I yeah, think maybe maybe then. Seven just predates Five. I right. mean, it's even worse if the boy, boy band Five were influenced by the film Seven. Yeah, that would be. You can't really hear that in their music. No. <laughs> I like that film. It's really good. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you're up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So your main course, we come to your main. Yeah. Brilliant starter. Yes. God, I have three options here. I'm going to throw two out there yep. as go. options. You tell me which road you'd like to go down. Okay. Okay, sure. One is in Tokyo. One is a restaurant that no longer exists in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and has a very funny name. Ooh. Yeah, well, you, you sold one a lot more than the I other. I know which and one you, you're pushing us Albuquerque. towards. Albuquerque. But we might, not, we might go over to Tokyo after. We we'll definitely want to hear visit. about both at some yeah. point. The restaurant in Albuquerque was called Charlie's Backdoor. Yes. Love it. Well, we made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glad we're here. Charlie's Front Door was a restaurant. Oh, my. And a successful one, at which point they decided to, they were able to buy the next door space yeah. and open Charlie's Backdoor. Right. Charlie's Backdoor was a very dark bar with year-round Christmas decorations, uh-huh. a low ceiling, uh-huh. and very little light. Uh, old, weird paintings. And like every place in Albuquerque, New Mexico, had green chili in everything. Particularly my favorite dish, Mm. which was their green chili sour cream enchilada. Which sounds awful, Uh but was phenomenal. And it breaks my heart that I can't go back. Yeah, so is Charlie's back door and front door both shut? (laughs) <laughs> to, the, to, to the public yeah Both the front door and the back door are shut and yeah. did they go at the same time or did the front door go first and then they were like we're going to the back door i wish i was out. more of an expert yeah. uh, but i know if you ask someone from albuquerque because sometimes i'll forget the name shocker yeah and i'll say there was a place in albuquerque i loved 
It had a horrible name, and they would say, oh, Charlie's Back Door. <laughs> well, yeah. It was also in a strip mall, which made it even kind of stranger. So it was, yeah. imagine, you know, an open parking lot with a two-story structure that also probably had, you know, a dry cleaner and a massage parlor, and then yeah. Charlie's Front and Charlie's Back Door. Wow. So what was it about the enchilada that made it, like, such a good meal? Uh, God, great question first of all it has the taste of green chili and green chili like Mm. if you haven't had it before there's this very specific thing to new mexico they have the world's best uh green chili great um uh on top of that it was a sloppy mess uh (laughs) you really didn't know where the enchilada started or finished it was (laughs) it looked like something you could drown in um it was soupy and gross and befitting of the decor of the restaurant yeah and somehow also delicious right yeah, well, that sounds yeah, great. that sounds amazing. Also, that the green chilies has really sold it to me, like, like in terms of like, again, like, but like, it's also the opposite of what you were talking about earlier. Like, a place where like something that comes from a place, everyone in that place says it's great, but it is legitimately great. Like, ev- yes. everyone who goes there's like, oh, these green chilies yeah. are amazing here and better than anywhere else. Oh, it is the opposite of White Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just that like sounds the, phenomenal. The, the back door. The back door. Now, the Japanese restaurant... Yuki's Back Passage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you've been preparing that. You have yeah. been working on that for a while. The, I thought you'd the been... elves are just... I thought, I thought, uh, all the way through that chat, I was like, it's a bit quiet. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? What's he oh, doing? Yeah, uh, Yuki's Back Passage ready to go. <laughs> there was, you, didn't leave a, you didn't hesitate for a second. Just didn't no, get no, it no. Out there the Japanese restaurant, Yuki's Back Passage. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, there's two ways to win a, like a hand of poker yeah. one is to kind of slowly unfold your hand <laughs> yeah, another is yeah, just yeah, to yeah. flip the card down <laughs> as quickly as you can on the table. Uh, so in uh in tokyo there's a restaurant called mikawa and uh it's a tiny place in a suburban neighborhood that is hard to find and inside is a small tempura restaurant with a bar that seats maybe six people and two two top tables and it is a tempura restaurant in which the chef sits behind the bar. There is one thing. You just say, I'm having whatever he's giving me. And he just takes something and he dips it into the tempura batter and then sets it on a little piece of paper in front of you and you eat it. And then he takes something else and he dips that in the tempura batter. And you really don't know one thing from the next. Yeah. And he could yeah. literally just have dipped his boot. I mean, like, he's yeah. like, <laughs> and now this. And what I liked about that is we talked about trying new experiences and the mm-hmm. fear of trying new experiences. And this is one of those, I don't want to be insulting. I'm definitely going to eat whatever he sets in front of me. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try. And at one point, there was like there was an entire fish. It was a small fish, about three inches long, six or seven centimeters long. <laughs> <laughs> and he just dipped the whole fish, yeah. set it in front of me, and then I ate the whole fish. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. And it was delicious? Amazing. Amazing. I mean, and so much food that I felt mm. genuinely sick at the end of it. Right. But... Pure experience, start yeah. to finish. And are there any, there was no dips that you then dipped it into some sauce or anything like that. It was just whatever he had dipped into the batter as it, as it was. And the sauce you made yourself. So if you think oh. about a tempura sauce yeah. that it normally has, it has some kind of flaky bits in it and has some kind of chopped up green thing. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't grow up in a home where they cook food, so <laughs> no idea what that stuff was. You make your own. So they have all the ingredients for your sauce and you uh, more flaky bits and more of the green stuff. And then you just dip 
whatever he just fried into the sauce and you eat it. Oh, great. Amazing. That sounds incredible. It that does sound was very incredible. Good. Yeah. And somehow light and heavy at the same time. Like it's tempura, mm-hmm. but there was a, a lightness to it. And he just did it right in front of you. I mean, as far away as you and I from each other, mm. um, dips, sets it down and then you eat it. I feel like Japan is so geared towards those new sorts of experiences though as well. Cause quite often you don't, you get there and like, it's so different. You don't really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you just walk in yeah. somewhere and just let it happen. Right. Whereas in, you know, in America, I'll be constantly Googling stuff and constantly finding out what the best place to go is or what I should be doing. Whereas in Japan, I think you can just let things unfold a bit more. Why do you think you'd be more willing to do that, though, in Tokyo than you would in somewhere in Germany or somewhere in Peru? Like, there's something about being in Tokyo where you're like, all right, yeah. Yeah, hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, like, I haven't been, but everyone who has been tells me that they didn't have a bad meal there. So I guess if I went there... I would be more like, feel like I'm not going to go wrong here. I told you I only had one bad meal there. Yeah, but that's at the, at the Pokemon, Pokemon at restaurant. The Pokemon restaurant. <laughs> yeah. How bad was it though? It was pretty bad. I mean, it, it was, I had a curry, I had a katsu curry and the rice was in the shape of Pikachu's face. And mm. Sounds like a good meal to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, I think First we, bites we, with the eye, Ed. We, we, we had just arrived. So I was super jet lagged. So the first bite nearly was with my eyes. Yeah, uh, it it was it was it was a weird sort of experience to have for the for the first uh, arriving time. Did you go down to the fish market and have sushi no, at five in the morning? We, we didn't do that. Oh, that's one of the great gutted. experiences. Yeah, you I, go down yeah. to the fish market and the you know the crack of dawn and you walk around, and you watch the fish getting auctioned, yeah. and you eat sushi. I'm gonna do that when I go, Ed. Yeah, I'm not going to the Pokemon. Actually, I will go to the Pokemon restaurant. Yeah, because <laughs> I'll probably catch some Pokemon there. Yeah. I love Pokemon. James loves Pokemon. Got it on my phone, played all the time. Was that your introduction to Pokemon or were you already a fan? I was already a fan. I, 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 well, actually, no. It was like last year I was on tour and I just needed something to do when I was in the car all the time. And it just fa- also I found that by playing Pokemon, I could bond with my nephews when I went home. Uh, so it was a oh, real, real win-win. Yeah, Did you yeah. see Detective Pikachu? Yeah. Well, I bought it for uh, when my nephew, uh, one of my nephews visited me. Uh, in London and we went round for the day and, and uh, I came to the Pokemon there was like a pop-up Pokemon store and I told him we're going to go to this thing we got there and there was a queue we went to join the queue and the guy was like no uh, we've closed the queue for the day that queue's been closed since 10am and it was like 5pm at that point those kids have been there all day and they were letting kids in like about two kids every hour the store was virtually empty with two kids walking around with their parents. It was insane. And then so to make it up to my nephew, I bought Detective Pikachu on, on Blu-ray, went back home and watched That's it. That's how it should be seen. And now it's in my flat. <laughs> so, I like that you went full quality. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I'm going to go DVD and jip him. He's, he's been disappointed. And Joe, what? It's a good film. I loved it. I've still got it in my flat now. And I'm not going to put it past me watching it without him one day. How are the special features? Oh yeah, I haven't even got food. Pikachu those yet. does an amazing commentary. Yeah, I'm gonna save those. <laughs> I'm saving those for the next time I disappoint him. <laughs> I'll just pull the special features out. Here's a little uh, solution to your problem here, right? Because you just mentioned two different restaurants. You're not sure, but you said that you like to try new things. How about this? You go to the restaurant in Japan. Mm-hmm. They pull out the enchilada from Charlie's back door. They dip it in the tempura. Oh my god! And they give it to you. Oh. Have Have I just solved it? How about a soldier? I mean, you nearly did, but you used the phrase, they pull out the enchilada from Charlie's back door. <laughs> that really spoiled it for me. That, that, doesn't sound great, that but... looks like where it came from. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fairly true. Although half of Charlie's back door 
was the experience of being in that that dark, sad bar. I mean, it, it was really right. a yeah. fantastic dive bar. Okay. Yeah. We're taking that chef. We're putting him in the dive bar. Now we're yeah. talking. <laughs> he's got the temp. He's got it all set up. Yeah. Poor guy. He pulled up he's got no line. idea what's going on. He's like, on. I can't believe I'm coming out yeah. working here. This is a, quite the demotion. I'm in a strip mall <laughs> in Albuquerque. And he, he dips it in the bath. He's on Google Translate going, Charlie. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does this mean here? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, is that, are you tempted to have that as your dream main course? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, the enchilada right. dipped in the, the batter. I guess this is the beauty of having a genie, is that... Yeah. yeah. I can put those two places together oh, for you. God. And now you're, you're in that place with that chef. Yes. I'm delighted. Tempura enchilada. I, I want movies like this, too. I want to just be able to pull <laughs> yeah. characters from my favorite yeah. movies and then throw uh. them... Oh. Can I have like a Marvel universe except it's all Alexander Payne films? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. You could have Jack Nicholson's character like, you know, having a car crash with the guy from Sideways. Oh. With his RV just oh plowing into them I'm when they're drunk so driving. In. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. If you could do that with your movies and take one of the characters from your movies and put it in another movie you've done, yeah. what would you be most tempted? I would have Juno drag the audience to go see some of my movies that no one else saw. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Your side dish. Ooh, okay. City Bakery in New York has a thing called the pretzel croissant. Mm. I'm not sure if this counts as a bread, but... Um, you can have it on the side. Absolutely. I can. appreciate it. Yeah, this yeah. is... It is exactly as I described it. Uh-huh. It is a croissant that is then crispy and has sesame seeds on it. And it, it it's a pretzel croissant. It's delicious. It's amazing. So is it made with... Still made of like the same pastry that croissants are made of or is it like it's more croissant than than pretzel so it's more croissant, but so they but they treated a croissant like a pretzel kind of i think they just call it a pretzel croissant because because it's salty yes yeah and okay. uh but it's fantastic and there was a brief moment where they had it in los angeles uh-huh. and then they closed the city bakery uh-huh. here oh, and God. now i have to i have to get to new york if i want to have one do you have anything in this do you put like butter in there or no i mean I'm, some might i am yeah. i'm good as is, but I think that's how I would be about most things like that. That's how I'd mm-hmm. want a traditional croissant. Sure, yeah, there's a lot of butter in a croissant. Anyway. They're buttery. Yeah, is this a particularly buttery croissant as it is? Eh, no, it's drier. It's a bit drier. It's dry. It's really. It just. It just. It just crumbles in your hand, mm-hmm. and it's salty, and it's delicious. How many? How much flakes do you get when you're, you've eaten oh, one of these you're things? Done. You're <laughs> done. You're flaked up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You could almost create another pretzel <laughs> croissant yeah. from what you find in yeah, your lap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. And also, it's a pretzel croissant. It'll go very well with your mashup of the tempura enchilada as well. Yeah. Oh, I a like where crossovers. this is going. Nice. We yeah. listen to girl talk and, and eat. Or Franken foods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Franken food? A TV oh, I series? Thought you just, I just thought you just made that up. Me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh Me you, too. you didn't know about it? Oh, no? yeah. The short lived TV series called Franken foods. Uh, I, I watched it about five years ago now. I really got into it. I think they only ever made like six episodes. And it was one of those ones where so there's some judges, a panel of judges, three people who are involved in food in some way, and then just members of the public coming out in front of them and saying the food they'd, they'd invented by taking one dish and smashing oh. it together with another dish. And some of them delicious. Some of them literally is the only uh, show I've seen where the judges have a sick bucket 
but in, ca- in case like what? they could puke in this bucket. Hang on, sometimes that's really disgusting. Things. Would they bring the food, or would they just describe it? They bring it. Oh right, I, I was just—I thought you meant they just describe it, and <laughs> it's so horrible that someone has to. No, be sick. no, 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 no. I can't even think of all. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if American Idol had a sick bucket? Does this mean I'm through or not? <laughs> This has been my dream for some. Yeah. Oh. Please listen. I'm doing this for my mom. So, uh, so, so, <laughs> Frankenfood is a is a common aspect to American ballparks. If you go see a baseball game, okay. uh, you are gonna try Frankenfood. Like, that's right. just a common thing. It's a way to get people. And recently, Major League Baseball had an event where they took the best item from every Major League ballpark, and they had a kind of food coachella uh, where you could go down and if you bought a ticket to this event and waited in line you could then go from stand to stand and try each great item from every american ballpark uh yeah there was one that was a a hot dog wrapped in a pickle (sighs) then deep fried like a corn dog and then mustard sprayed on it Yes. Yeah. That was my favorite. Is yeah, that like a sort of state fair thing as well? Like fairs have mad food absolutely. as well, right? Absolutely. I mean, the, the the one I've never tried, I've only heard about. There's one ballpark where they took a hamburger, removed the bun, then replaced the bun with a sliced glazed donut, oh, and right. then okay. deep fry the whole thing. Wow. I mean, we've heard about the uh, donut burgers, but not the deep fry. Not the deep frying. <laughs> Taking it to that extreme. Yeah. I Joe, you know what? I like the sound of that pickle with a hot dog so much that I'm prepared to throw it in as a bonus dish. Are you? Whoa. That's how much I like it. I've never done this before. I think it's called a dilly dog. Uh, Ed? Yeah. If you were on the fence, I think you're... We've hopped over into the garden well, now. I know that it being called a dilly dog appeals to you it's so It's called a dilly dog. Because <laughs> it's in a dill. Yeah. Oh, I love a dilly dog. <laughs> I would order dilly dogs all the time, even if I didn't like them. So that's deep fried as well, right? Yeah, I think you either have to go to Dallas or Houston for it, but that may, that's on the way home. Oh, you got to yeah. go to Dally for a dilly dog. Uh, yeah, don't dilly dally on the way. <laughs> Go to dally for your dilly dog. Don't dilly dally to dally for your dilly dog. There's there's one guy on Frankenfood, one contestant who I've I've never forgotten, who was a he was a guy probably in his like late fifties uh, with these round spectacles, a little goatee beard that was like quite pointy at the end, and he had invented it was just um, a cheesecake full of all of his leftover Halloween candy. <laughs> And he was wired. He was this guy. He was just so kind of like, yeah. just spoke so fast. Eyes just completely popping out of his head. And speaking to the judges who were like, we've got to get this guy out of here as soon as possible. And obviously they all said, predictably, oh, weirdly enough, it's too sweet. What you've just yeah. given us. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. You know, one day you're going to be looking in the mirror and you're going to realise that guy was you. Yeah, that, yeah. I, it was me. I travelled back in time. Yeah. And I became that guy. I bet that guy's got a golden spoon at home. Oh, yeah. I bet, he, I bet he's eating And you don't want to use it. No, 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 no you wouldn't. No, no. Go near is it. Halloween candy the same in England as it is in the US? Halloween's sort of less of a thing, yeah. I'd say. Hmm. Like it's so, less of a... And the candy is different yeah. just in England in general to here. So like, yeah, I'd say it's pretty different. And we don't, we don't have like special Halloween candy either. It's okay. like for Halloween, whereas like that's more of a thing here, right? Oh, no, you can get bags of Halloween candy here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we can no. we can sort of do that, but sometimes it's... we have stuff that's like shaped like a pumpkin or whatever. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I it tends to be 
American like the Reese's like do the yeah. pumpkin shaped ones, but then that is it's still American like you know candy in the we first place. We take some of our holidays very seriously mm. here. Uh huh. I like that, especially with Halloween because it's just so such a dumb holiday. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. I don't like the fact you've just gone all in. <laughs> you don't it. believe in the cultural history? Of no, it. sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My fiance loves Halloween and I think is trying to push a big American sort of Halloween thing in our house. Right. Like so can you go door to door, for instance? Like yeah, you, you, you can, but it's. If I'm in Hay on Y. You could go. You could go door to door, but if, trick or treat. But they will just give you a bowl of mutton stew. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you're getting as a trick or and a, a treat. book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they serve the mutton stew in a book. You got to just sort yeah. of lick it out of the book. But you get to see what the book is at the end <laughs> to find out. That's your real treat. Yeah. As if it's a good book. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a bad book, yeah. and you know you've been tricked. <laughs> My fiance will do things like go on Amazon and buy uh, pumpkin-shaped peep marshmallows. Mm. But they have to import them from the US, so they end up costing like £25. And then they'll just sit there and she'll never eat them because they've got nice faces. And then we'll just have mm. to throw them away six months later. Yep. Happy Halloween. It's not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> sort of James's catchphrases on this podcast. <laughs> yep. It's a little running joke. I see why you guys like each other yeah, so much. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about edge relationship. Like, I don't, I don't believe in it at all. <laughs> is, it, is it because you're worried that she's going to steal him away from you? Is it that obvious? <laughs> Is it that obvious that that's how I feel? Of course I feel like that. Even though I came along second. Yeah. I still <laughs> feel honest, like she's going to steal you off me. If, if I said to her, James is worried that you're going to steal me away from him, she'd say, just go to him. Yeah. That's oh. fine. Just leave it. By the way, yeah. clever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, she knows we, we've both been miserable. That's the second. way to play yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, your favorite drink. <laughs> oh, favorite drink? Uh, okay. There is a restaurant in Calgary. I just shot a film in Calgary. And Calgary is an amazing food town. Really? Yes. And I say it that way because people are always surprised when I say it. This is not an insult uh, against Calgary. I think if you think of Canadian cities, you presumably first think of Montreal, Toronto, and Vancouver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Calgary is gorgeous and has amazing restaurants. I went to an Indian tapas restaurant uh, there that was just mind-blowingly good. Uh, and one of the best Japanese meals I've ever had in my life was in Calgary, oh. Alberta, at a place called Shokunin. And they have a drink there. It's a smoky old-fashioned where mm. they put an old-fashioned inside a glass sphere, and then they somehow inject smoke like yeah. uh, into the glass sphere, and then they roll the beverage around inside the sphere so the, the, the so that the old fashioned soaks up the smoke right and then they pour it out into your glass and the smoke overflows there's an experience to it oh yeah, yeah. as a genie you dig that yeah 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 <laughs> i'm smoking all the time yeah and it's delicious it's, yeah, it's the best old fashioned yeah. i've ever had i like the theater involved in that yes, yes. also actually tastes good cuz quite mm -hmm. there is okay there's a place in london yes that you, do you know the place of a yeah, yeah. that does those burgers? Yeah. And they think this is a great idea. It's awful. They put the burger under a bell jar and then they pump smoke into it. The burger and fries are under the bell jar. They pump smoke into it and then they like take it off. And it just doesn't, it's awful. It's such an awful idea. None of it absorbs the flavor. It doesn't yeah. taste like smoke. All that happens is they bring it along and you're, <laughs> 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 and you're, you're covered in smoke. And then you eat it and, and go, yeah. the smoke taste isn't in this. Yeah. 
There's none of it's actually. Do they had say any something effect. as they remove the bell jar? Yeah, they go, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. Uh, uh, speaking of theater and restaurants, have you heard of a restaurant? I think it's still around. I'm not sure. Called Ninja in New York. Oh, someone, someone mentioned, mentioned that. this. But yeah, 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 yeah. We've not been. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, so this is a restaurant in New York where oh, no, you are meant to believe yeah. that you are in some sort of dark Japanese forest, maybe, uh, you know, hiding near a fortress. And as you enter and move through the restaurant, ninjas jump out from behind walls and scare the shit out of you. I brought my daughter there, and and the first ninja just jumped out at us, and she just started crying. Oh, and God. then and then we got the the new experience, which was ninjas feeling bad <laughs> and, and and just kind of taking us to our table and yeah. reassuring her that it was all going to be okay taking the mask off and being like no it's fine it's fine uh, ninjas feeling bad is like i would watch videos of that for yeah ninjas like, feeling bad pg videos yeah. ninjas feeling bad oh i'm sorry little girl you okay oh. Please don't cry, please. My boss is coming along in a minute. Oh, please. Please, we're all happy over here. Oh, I'll buy you Detective Pikachu on DVD. How's that sound? We can watch it together. The old fashion, so the Old Fashioned is one of my favourite Same cocktails. Oh, yeah. All right. So already I'm sold on that, even if you just said Old Fashioned. Yeah, and the smoke, of course, lends smoke itself smoke. to whiskey. So it's yeah. the perfect combination. Yeah. And because they can swirl the beverage inside the sphere, it mm. does take on the smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds very effective. That sounds absolutely delicious. Well, that's teed us up nicely for your dessert now. Always my favourite course. Yes. But I don't, I don't know if that's been apparent throughout the episode. I'm going to throw you for a curveball. Oh, yes. That worries James mm, sometimes. It really worries me, Jason. Is that because it's like a baseball reference you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Like, what a, is I don't understand it. But B... I'm a big puddings guy. If you're about to choose something savoury, I am going to go ballistic. I'm throwing you for a curveball because it's my grandmother who used to serve it all the time. Oh, okay. I'm relaxed. It's home cooked. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) Is it revenge? (laughs) (laughs) But she would hand it to me, so I associate it with it. Okay. Right, okay. And it's a Hungarian pastry called kuglov. Uh-huh. And I have found it nowhere else but in Toronto, where my family is from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is Hungarian, and it is a like a cake, but the bread part of the cake tastes like bread. It doesn't taste like cake. Okay. And it, it is marbleized on the inside, and the chocolate inside is the richest chocolate mm. I've ever had in my life. It's it's so rich if you if you if you put it between your thumb and your fingers and you rubbed them together, it would almost be granular. Like, uh, right, yeah. I, I don't know why. Uh, and it is phenomenal. It's delicious. And it's not savory, but it. Mm-hmm. But the bread is bread. That's great. Yeah. I, I love this. It yeah. marries the two together. Because you, what you want, if it's normal bread, is really rich chocolate for yes. a dessert. Yeah. So those two complement each other. The chocolate's really doing nice. the, the heavy lifting sugar-wise. Yes. And the bread's just accommodating the chocolate. Yeah, and mm. um, there is a bit of a surprise, though, when you cut it open if you get a slice so if the whole family is there because of how it's made it's not a perfect dish 
all the chocolate could be on one side of the right. bluff. So yeah. you may get a bread-heavy piece. You may get a chocolate-heavy piece. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's that, a bit of a roll of the dice so a bit in there, like, too. Are they going to have dumplings? Are they not? Kind of thing. Yeah. Everything, is, everything is tying up here. Yeah, yeah. Everything. You, you want to always go in with a bit of uncertainty. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to get... You want to feel lucky at the end of this meal. Well, if you think about my movies, my movies are really designed around one moment at the end <laughs> that's supposed to punch the audience in the solar plexus and kick them out of the audience. Sure. And then just kind of pleasantries all the way up to that moment right yeah sure and that, I, that's how i'm bread 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 chocolate yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 oh i i think of it as chocolate chocolate, right. chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> bread goodbye yeah 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 so when you when you were eating bread with that dessert you're yeah. like oh it kind of feels like i've just decided finally to commit to a woman and gone to her house and she's actually got a family <laughs> that's exactly it. that's up in the air yeah and no, i know jokes. yeah 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 i know my movies <laughs> for uh, a minute i thought jason didn't realize what you were talking yeah, about yeah yeah you're, you're, you're like, I didn't direct that. That's, That's a Family me. Brothers film. <laughs> That's my father directed that. So for this meal, yeah. would you like, would it make it better if for the dessert, you're, some other people are there and you've got the perfect balance of chocolate and bread and they've all got ones that you would wrap. You can see they're all eating ones. You're like, I'm glad I didn't have that piece. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to win the dessert, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. part of it. It's like, oh, no, that's the one you got? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Enjoy yeah. That. Yeah, that's good. And with the dumplings, would you rather you're eating the dumplings and other people are turning up and the oh, ladies saying, yeah. bad no, luck. I was the last one in line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you had only been here. That's if good. You, you didn't get a parking spot? Yeah, yeah. Also, is this dessert, what temperature is this at? Is this hot? Great question. Uh, I would normally get it room temperature, but I have reheated it. Okay. And what, good either way. What, good either way. Not cold. You wouldn't want a cold. Right. So, hold on. Is it, I'm trying to imagine. Is it like babka? Is it sort of that kind of thing? It is, but it isn't. So this is what happens. If you go into a Jewish deli or Jewish yeah. bakery and you said, I want kugelhoff, they will say, oh, we have babka. And that's kind of right. like the moment where you're like, I'd love to have a Coke. And they're like, we have Pepsi. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's just slightly off. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Maybe that's the feeling I've been chasing my whole life. The idea that there's something that I had at home mm. and nothing quite like it yeah. really matches any... I'm starting to mm. understand home-cooked food. I think yeah. this is yeah, just yeah. finally <laughs> hitting me and you search everywhere and... No I get it. You get it. <laughs> Suddenly, it's, 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 you understand home-cooked food at the end. I'm going to read your order back to you. You just tell me how you feel about right. it. You would like sparkling water. Mm -hmm. You would like poppadoms, which you've never tried before. Can't wait. Uh, starter, you would like the spicy dumplings from White Bear in New York. Main course, you would like Charlie's backdoor enchilada dipped in Makawa tempura batter and laid before you. Side of pretzel croissants from City Bakery in New York. Bonus dish, a dilly dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can set the pretzel croissant aside, I think. I think we're going dilly dog. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going dilly dog. Yeah, I know you you'll go dilly dog. Uh, drinks, smoky old-fashioned from uh, Shokunin. Shokunin. Shokunin in Calgary. And dessert, Hungarian pastry kugloff presented to you by your grandmother. Oh, nice mama. Feels good? Yeah, no, that, that yeah, lovely. Does that, that is a great, a great meal. I'd like and to try a lot hearing of it back, breadier than I remembered. Oh There's yeah, a lot of different. Good choice going poppadoms early on. Yeah, because and then just like surging headfirst into bread. I'm glad that I that I lived up to your expectations as someone who does eat bread. Sure. Yeah. Which in Los Angeles, 
Yeah. Not a lot of people yeah. eat bread sure. here. I'm one of the rare ones. Yeah, we're kind of like, yeah, we're almost like drug dealers here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing bread on people. They're like, oh, this, this yeah. guy's, don't, don't fall in with those guys. It's like the wrong crowd. <laughs> There's one bakery in Los Angeles and he does <laughs> one loaf a day. Yeah. <laughs> when it's gone, it's gone. And it's quite often not gone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> still there at the end. That guy's really sad. He's oh, like, pack up my loaf and back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same loaf yeah. as it always been for a year. Steadily the same life. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, Jason. It's been a pleasure. I love your decor. Well, 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 there we have it. The well, off-menu well, menu well, of Jason Reitman. Uh, very exciting menu. Very exciting guest. Absolutely. And crucially, he did not say the secret ingredient muesli. No, so he did you, not. thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much. Who are you going to call Charlie's back door? Yeah. That was a little Ghostbusters reference That was there. very good. Uh, because Jason's directed the new Ghostbusters film. I'm sure you're all excited about it anyway. No, man, I think we're going to be bringing people over to the cause. In case anyone sit on the fence about yeah. seeing Ghostbusters, we'd like to push you over into the garden. You want to sit, you want to watch it. Yeah, you want to watch it. You love it. Oh, and it's not the first one either. You should go back and watch the others. You should go back and watch all the others. I've enjoyed every single... Love it! Ghostbusters film. <laughs> Just making me laugh that we're plugging Ghostbusters. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just telling people, oh, I, I like all the Ghostbusters movies. <laughs> you should try them out. Check out at Off Menu Official on Instagram and Twitter as well and offmenupodcast.co.uk on the internet like and subscribe i'm not sure i think that's youtube mm. i think you can subscribe to the podcast on like itunes and stuff that'd be good yeah. it's a five star review. and you can just i'm just telling them to just like, like it. it yeah like I, just i hope you like the podcast in in your heart that's a good message to end on we hope you like the podcast in your heart we'll see you again sometime soon goodbye bye My name's Rob Orton, and I do the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. The Rob Orton Daily Podcast is a daily podcast that is quite short. Some are two minutes long, some are ten minutes long, and they are stories and poems, and basically all the thoughts I've ever had that I like enough to want to share with people. And the Rob Orton Podcast is available on Apple, Acast, Spotify, all the other places where you normally get your podcasts. And on social media, it is at Rob Orton Podcast. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.